Hello and welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan. How's it going? It's going better uh, than some people that I know. We'll talk about this a little bit later, but uh, there were no ballistic missile threats to Nashville this week, just a lot of snow. Yes. And speaking of that, there was a false alarm yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah, we're going to get to that. I think a lot of people are aware of that. So we it, there are some very interesting interesting connections with people we know there. Yes. And people uh, yeah. that I, I didn't know were there. Who were there? But found out they were. Yes. Yes. And uh, I'm glad that it was a false alarm because it, it would have been a sad, sad day. A lot of people that I know Absolutely. over there. Absolutely. Did not. I think I I texted you and a few other people. Like there was a big a group text or something that said, "Hey, what is this? This just came up." And and um, everyone on Twitter was going crazy. Yeah. And well, nobody I, knew it was really fake. Right. We're getting to that. We're, that's a story later. I mean, okay, you're getting that. Okay. You're jumping, sorry, jumping sorry. the gun here. Go ahead. You're the one who brought it that's up. Fine. I know. Back I know. And and a a professor from Southern was there, and we're glad to have Southern again as our sponsor this week, located in Louisville, Kentucky. The Southern Baptist Theological Seminary is committed to training future pastors, missionaries, and gospel leaders. You can learn more about undergraduate, graduate, and doctoral degree programs by visiting sbts.edu. And thankfully, you can still study under the one and only Dr. Herschel York because yes, he's that was still fascinating. alive. What a segue that was. All yeah, right, thank you. let's, let's got good get news in. We'll explain that later. We got good news yes? in the news department this week. Lottie Moon is up 4.1% over last year's total at this point. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Um, and so as at the end of 2017... IMB had received uh, $15,221,629, and that is $600,027 ahead of last year's October to December, you know, what what they had at the same time last year. So it's 4.1% ahead. Pretty incredible. It'll still take a little while before it's calculated the entire, how long do people have to well, kind of... That's one of the interesting things, because in the past, historically, the second to last paragraph of this story talks about that, Amy. In the past, it was a June 1 to May 31 campaign each year. But this yeah. past year, if you remember correctly, at the annual meeting, we voted to allow them to change their fiscal year. And now right. everything runs October 1 to September 30. So in the past, we've been getting Lottie Moon information right before the annual meeting in June. Yes. Because uh, you know it ended in May, so they would get us a total right before the annual meeting, and and you know a lot right. of, a lot of times it was up and it was great and everything. This past year it was down, uh, but this time we won't have that because uh, it, it runs through September thirtieth. So the twenty seventeen eighteen, and that may be what is prompting this uh, this quarterly update, I guess you could say, uh, from sure, IMB. So this is it. good. So it gives visibility. Yeah. So uh, kudos to the IMB and uh, their CFO over there, uh, Rodney Freeman, uh, who's the IMB treasurer and vice president of support services, not the CFO, sorry. Um, so thanks to Rodney for getting us this information. So I, I like the quarterly updates there. It gives us an idea of where we are yeah. on Lottie Moon. Very helpful. And that's also where, you know, we're, we're accustomed to hearing it as a year, like a 2017 Lottie Moon Christmas offering. But this is now the 2017-2018 Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Yes, so almost thinking of it, you know, because it spans two years. 
And it also allows them to promote it, you know, a little bit longer instead of just that one time in December. I, I like, I love this. Right. Right. Because uh, the, the quarterly updates will give us a, you know, a, a reminder throughout the year to, to keep giving and, yes. and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's very helpful for us to see because we, it has been on our minds and probably still because people are accustomed to seeing this. This is a Christmas offering. They do it at that time of year. So the bulk of that is going to have come October to December, but you can still give. Yes, you can. And and also you can set up a gift that gives every month, kind of like what you would do with a uh, compassion child or, Ooh, or something like that. You can give recurring gifts at imb.org slash LMCO. So check that out. Yeah. And uh, you can also give as well through your church, through your state convention, right. just like normal. Yes. But if you want to set up some kind of recurring gift online and automatic, Go do that at imb.org slash LMCO. That's excellent. All right. Other news, Amy, we have uh, news. It's it's getting closer and closer. We're just five months away, less than five months away from That's the annual amazing. meeting. And the theme of Testify, Go Stand Speak. Yeah. So the, the theme's been announced. Um, and uh, I don't think it's any surprise that evangelism would be the focus of this year, especially after the evangelism evangelism task force was appointed. And giving and their so, report this year. Right. Giving their report. So the, the focus, the verse is Acts 520. And then, um, uh, and then really wanting to think through our efforts specifically on um, evangelism among Southern Baptist churches. Uh, so there's a story in Baptist Press about it. A lot of um, a lot of quotes from Steve Gaines just explaining uh, explaining it, and then even talking about why people uh, should attend the meeting. Um, he said, "As we meet, we will conduct business, hear from each of our entities, but most importantly, we're going to come together to cry out to the Lord." Uh, and he. Uh, just talks about our need to to pray to seek you know spiritual awakening for our country, uh, and then this theme focuses on the need for uh, witnessing to people, and so testify, go, stand, speak, and the um, the logo has been sort of launched. It has a, a cross, and it was interesting. He said um, he wanted uh, wanted a, a connection to Texas, so has kind of a feel of Texas uh, to him. Um, and that just really is kind of a signal to all of us that it, you're right. It's time. It's five months away, less than five months away. Um, and what's good about this is we're thinking on our end uh, at Southeastern about travel and who all's going and what all are, are we you doing. Going? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. I, I was up uh, in the air, I'm sure. but Yeah. So... Uh, but yeah, you get you have new staff every year, you know, on the admissions team or you know what, whoever, all the different teams. So we're making our lists and checking uh, them twice. Planning, that's right, and planning uh, for just sort of the logistical details. And uh, for those of us in the entities, sometimes our uh, minds can get wrapped up in that because there is so much on the logistical side. And so this is just a, a reminder of why we come together. All right, and uh, you can check out the logo and uh, the story about that and the explanation there about it at Baptist Press in the link provided at the website. Amy, this does give me hope that we would possibly see an Avalon reunion in Dallas, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Why does this give you hope? Testify to love. They're a big song. Testify. Oh, Long as I will live, okay. I will testify to love. I, my goodness, you know, it's been forever since I have thought back about with that, that song. Didn't I? 
Yeah, I went way back with that That's one. That's like right. college years. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, got, got some sad news uh, out of yeah. New Orleans this past week. Just a shocking story and uh, a one that, you know, an accidental death, never, never a, a good thing. But a, a two-year-old child died last week at New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary while eating lunch in their early learning center on campus at the seminary. The child lost consciousness after choking on food uh, just after noon last Thursday. They tried to resuscitate the child uh, by members of the ELC staff and the EML emergency responders that showed up and were unsuccessful. Just a crushing, crushing story out of New Orleans. Uh, and on the heels of them losing a student uh, just a few weeks ago yeah. on, on a mission trip. So just some sad news all around uh, from New Orleans. Our, our thoughts and prayers out to the family and the staff and the campus there at New Orleans. Just a, a tough, tough time for them right now. And, and then finally, uh, you know, the, the crisis averted. I guess we, we mentioned it at the top of the show, the Hawaii missile alert uh, that we, we saw on Twitter. It just blew up last Saturday. Uh, there was a, a, a false alarm for a ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Uh, the emergency alert told everybody to seek immediate shelter and that this is not a drill. Well, it wasn't a that drill. That was the part that It was wasn't so... a drill, though. It wasn't a drill. Totally true. wasn't a drill. It was a right, complete right. accident and just yes. absolute mess up. But it was not a drill. Yeah, but that is what made the whole thing kind of Yeah, because it's startling. like, do not, do not ignore this, you know, kind of thing. It's like, this right. is serious. Pay attention, and and you saw right. videos and stuff later on uh, from Hawaii of people running and fleeing and trying to find shelter, and uh, just Twitter was filled up with things like this. And I, I kept flipping on the TV and trying to see if anybody, uh, you know, any of the news organizations were going to cut in, and nobody ever did. And I kept wondering what's going on, and finally, it was revealed to be a mistake. Right. But uh, Herschel York was there though. Yes. And and provided some. Uh, uh, some insight. Craig Webb used to be on staff with uh, Beth at First Baptist Mount Juliet here in the uh, Nashville area. Uh, Craig's okay. back out in Hawaii as the assistant executive director of the convention. He was there. He's in the story here as well. Provided a couple of screenshots and and uh, Tanya York well, and, as well. So yeah, whew. and um, we'll link to the Baptist Press story that has the text message that Tanya York is like a screenshot that uh, that Tanya York sent. And then also, I saw some folks from Lifeway, Paige Green, yeah, Kelly Page Mentor. Green, Kelly there Mentor, were... one of our authors and one of our, our workers, Mary Catherine Hunt. Uh, they were there for Mary Catherine's 50th birthday. Her and Kelly were on a trip, and, uh, and Paige and uh, a couple other people went out there and celebrated her 50th birthday. You know, the folks that we know that were there, a lot of them, like like the Yorks and then this crew, they were there on a trip, on vacation. What a kind of a crazy, yeah. a crazy time to... Uh, Do they have vacation, vacation insurance for ballistic missiles? See, I just don't know how to respond to the jokes. I just don't. I'm sorry. Like, they're not. Well, it's they're, okay because everybody wound up all right. So I would not be I making know. jokes if anything happened. Yes, I know. Uh, but I, well, I cannot imagine the, the terror, but it also the comfort because, you know, I think in, in Dr. York's texts, um, yes. love you guys intensely and be faithful and I'll see you in heaven. Yeah. Just incredible. And uh, there's a, a blog post. Kelly Minter wrote a blog post about the experience. Um, we can link to that as well, just, yeah. just talking about what it was like for it to, to happen. So really amazing, amazing stuff. Can't imagine what those uh, that half hour must have been like. All right. Well, that's going to kind of do it for us in, in the news department. If you're listening to this on Friday, uh, there's a story 
that we, we didn't really talk about or link to, but uh, President Trump will be addressing the Evangelicals for Life and the March for Life up in D.C. that's going on right now. So that's something to kind of keep an eye on. We'll talk a little bit more about the Evangelicals for Life later in the show. Uh, but uh, that is something that's kind of happening in real time as we drop this. Uh, so if you're interested in that, check that out uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm sure that'll be available online. It probably carried on a lot of the news channels as well. Uh, the Evangelicals for Life and March for Life up there in D.C. that uh, President Trump will be addressing, I think, from the White House. Did I see that correctly, Amy? Yeah, I think it's a video. Yeah. So uh, um, that, that'd be kind of neat. I think first sitting president to address it in, in some time. So uh, it's kind of neat. And uh, we have a lot of friends up there in D.C. for the March for Life and the Evangelicals for Life conference. So, But that's going to bring us to my favorite part of the week this week in SBC history. Amy, blow our minds. Okay, so this week I just kind of wanted to go with a story that I thought was kind of uh, interesting and fun. It just jumped out at me. You do that every week, Amy. Old- I know, but you know, some weeks I say it was the like the birthday of this major person, or you know, this huge controversy happened, um, or I try to connect it to something history. Every now and then, I'm just looking through Baptist Press articles and see just something odd or funny or whatever. So I want to go to 1963. It was the January 16th issue of Baptist Press. And there's a story about um, a church. It's in Holly Springs, Mississippi. First I know where Baptist that is. Holly Springs. Yes. And so the pastor, Pastor Earl Kelly, he's preaching on the second coming of Christ. And he quotes Matthew 24, 27. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And right after he said it, without warning, a light bulb fell from a, from the socket 25 feet above in the ceiling and shattered on the floor right in front of it. How does that even happen? I know, right? Right after he said it. And then the light bulb just falls down and shatters. I've never so seen that. I'm going to read the thing again. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And then, like... We say mic drop, like lightning bulb drop or light drop. I love and his so, I love his response though. Yeah. And so he said that and they were all really startled. Yeah, thank And he just said his coming will be just as sudden and unexpected and devastating to the dreams that are not Christ centered and kept going. And I just got I mean, it's very interesting, but I just got kind of tickled at this little story in That's the middle fantastic. of Baptist Press. It, it almost feels like the um the the Ray Stevens song with the uh, the squirrel and how that yes. that happens and everybody, you know, everybody in the church yes. got saved and you know, and they all get baptized and and you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it Mississippi feels like that, the Mississippi Bible. squirrel revival. Yes. Yeah. So now the whole issue has um, a a lot of things. A woman who had been the president of WMU had died and the alert that February 8th was set as the moving date for um, for the SBC agencies. They were moving from office space by the Sunday school board over to the newly constructed SBC building. Yes, I know where that is on James Robertson Parkway. I walked by it the other yes. day on the way to the Titans yeah. game from the new Lifeway building. So, me and David Grant walked by it, and he was like, that's where the SBC used to be, and I didn't know that. It was pretty yeah. cool. 
so this was where they were moving to their new building on James Robertson Parkway. Um, so that was interesting. And it was saying, and it was telling people February 8th is the moving date, you know, and this is just a reminder that as we talk a lot about buildings, uh, selling or coming down and moving and things maybe seem a little, you know, strange to all of us. This has happened a lot. I mean, our agency have moved a lot through the years. And so that was happening at that time. Um, there's a lot of interesting stories, but the one I liked was the light bulb falling on the floor right after the pastor talks about the coming of Christ being like lightning. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I was at a uh, a youth camp my senior year of high school, and that ha- something similar to that happened. It was a piece of plaster, actually, from like the the top of the uh, the sanctuary yes. fell yeah. like right after the pastor had made a or the the, the youth speaker that week. Um, I think it was Dave Rhodes. I don't know if that name rings a bell to anybody. He's one of our Oxano guys, actually. Now I haven't seen him at the office. I need. Well, hopefully one day I'll run into him at Lifeway and, and be able to talk to him about it. But uh, yeah, he made the kind of point, and the thing fell from the ceiling, and it was it was kind of neat. See, so but it wasn't new because no. it also all happened this week in SBC history. That was fantastic, by the way. Right now you wrapped that. We up. didn't plan that. I know we didn't that was so that. good though. I heard your I heard your story, and I was like, yes. there's my cue. Yes. After 139 episodes, you'd think we would, you know, kind of get a few things right here and there. All right. Well, yeah. that's going to bring us to our resources of the week. Amy, you have one this week, and it is? Yes. Yeah, so it's a new study on um, Philippians by Chris and Katie Orr. Yes. I have this one as well. And uh, They yeah, sent me a copy so of it, too. It's, yes. Uh, so it is published by New Hope Publishers. I believe you're familiar with that. I am so familiar with that. Yes. Uh, you you used to used to work for New Hope, um, and it's a uh, it's it's kind of it's a devotional. It's a focused fifteen study series, and it just focuses on it's a and it's a study resource focusing on the Book of Philippians, helping you go through it. I'm really excited. We ha- we got two, uh, so Keith got one, and I got one as well. That's a great way to do husband and wife. Yeah, so we were really excited to receive that and uh, both uh, have the opportunity to kind of dive in, uh, dive into that. I love the book of Philippians, and um, I think it'll be great to get some kind of fresh insights. So Chris and Katie, uh, he Chris is a pastor um, and uh, just finished up his doctor of ministry at Southern Seminary and are friends of yours, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know them but we'd love to we'd love to get to know yeah, them. They, they're at the SPC every year we we kind of met a couple years ago um she was doing yeah. a signing at the Lifeway store I had seen some of her stuff uh, from New Hope and I was very impressed with it so I took it upon myself to introduce myself and uh Chris is actually he, he was a big fan of Dr. Rayner so we we all kind of hit it off and, and chatted for a bit and uh, we've become good friends since so excellent well this releases on uh the 22nd so that's Monday yeah um, so just in time and, uh, definitely check that out. Go get a copy of that and study Philippians. All righty. Well, that's, uh, Amy's resource of the week. My resource of the week is, uh, uh something that we kind of touched on a little bit earlier. It's the Evangelicals for Life live stream and video archives. You can find all of that over at evangelicals.life and at the ERLC Facebook page as well. Uh, check out all the stuff. I heard very good things. I'm hoping they'll put it online later about the James Langford talk. I know Danny Aiken was speaking tonight at the yes. conference as well. So uh, we've got a lot of friends that are there that are speaking, uh, a lot of good stuff. I heard Johnny Erickson Tata's 
uh, talk was going very well as well. So uh, there's a few of them out there that are really, really good, highly recommended. Uh, all these talks are, are typically a fantastic and worth a watch and a listen uh, if you get a chance to. So go over to evangelicals.life and check that out. All right, that's going to do it for us this week, Amy. Uh, you guys are getting back into the swing of things at Southeastern. I've seen convocations uh, and everything starting up at some of the other seminaries as well. So this spring semester is getting fired up. And uh, if you can get out from under all that snow that you guys got, uh, what was it, six, yeah. seven inches? How much did y'all get over there? Um, I think we got around six where we are in uh, Durham, just not, you know, not far at all. They were uh, 10 to around 10. I wow. think it was, it was, it was quite a lot. It was fun um, because yesterday the, it was forecast that it was going to start in the morning. So this was on, on Wednesday. So we woke up to nothing, but everything was closed because the forecast was that certain. And it started around eight o'clock and just snowed nonstop. Just snowed until about 10 last night and it uh, got pretty crazy, you know, really, really fast in terms of the roads so that everyone did the right thing. Uh, but it made for a fun, fun couple of days and, uh, kids are still out, uh, tomorrow, but we're, we're getting back at it. Yeah. My we kids were out all week this week because of the snow here in Nashville. They, uh, by the time we start on the, uh, the 22nd, when they go back to school on the 22nd for the past 37 days, they had gone to school six days. That's incredible. You know, that reminds me. Nashville, uh, my senior year of high school was crazy like that. We had this really intense ice storm that shut everything down um, and power was out for everyone across Middle Tennessee for days. And uh, then we had a snowstorm like that that just socked everybody in. And um, and I, I can just remember we missed tons and tons of school that year. Yeah. Well, this one, uh, thankfully, it didn't have any ice to deal with. It was just the snow, but it was too much and it was too cold uh, around here because it was dipping down. You know, the highs were in the low teens yeah. and lows were in the, the single digits, low single digits. So it, yeah. it just was so cold and just so much snow that, that the city just couldn't handle it. So uh, it, the, the schools are rough around here. But uh, hopefully you're getting uh, some good winter weather where you are. I saw something the other day that all 50 states had snow on the ground. I think it was uh, Wednesday of this week. So wow. Even Florida. It snowed down in Pensacola. Yeah, so yeah. uh kind of wild down there. But uh yeah, it's it's been a been an active winter so far. Yeah. But um you know what? It's gonna be warm in June in Dallas. And I'm excited about that because uh we're gonna we're gonna be there with I'm hoping nine thousand nine hundred and ninety eight of our closest friends at least in Dallas. Yes. And uh and 10, have 000. that ten thousand in Dallas. So we're we're Let's looking break. forward to that, hopefully. Let's break five digits. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. You have a great week, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>